from the Mercy One Studio. Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your host, Gene Wells, brought to you by Blackbird Investments. Well, welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio, your weekly dose of news from the diocese and around the world, plus commentary on tough issues, things that give us angst in our lives. It's time for Straight Talk. You've got questions. We've got answers. I'm Jean Wells, and I count among my many, many blessings to be broadcasting from the Mercy One studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and so grateful for to Blackbird Investments for sponsoring Straight Talk. Doing what is challenging because it is right that's Blackbird Investments. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird believes in giving buildings a new life. For more information, you can go online to blackbirdinvest.com. Well, on today's show, we're going to talk about Catholic education, and is it really that important I mean, let's get down to it. Uh, my guests, oh, they're going to be all supportive of it. It's Ellen Stemmler. She's the principal at St. Teresa's, and Marty Flaherty is the principal at Holy Family. But, you know, we, we just finished up Catholic Schools Week throughout the diocese and across the country, and, and some would say, it's not worth it. Why are we spending so much money for a school that's supposed to teach the faith, yet so many kids do not keep the faith after graduating? What are you doing to change so kids are better prepared? So we're going to address those issues. We're going to address those questions. And I found some interesting research that I think you will find fascinating as well. Analyze data from the years 1999 to 2005. And you're going to say that is old news. But you know, just it's a snapshot in time. It's a period during which crime rates in Chicago fell. And it reflected interesting results for neighborhoods in which Catholic schools remained open. Those neighborhoods that had a more severe drop in crime than did those neighborhoods in which Catholic schools closed. So the schools that the Catholic schools that stayed open, they had a significant reduction in crime. And it suggests that Catholic schools provide a protective effect excuse me, a protective effect against crime and social unrest in communities. They suggest also that such findings demonstrate that the use of tax credits, vouchers, and other forms of public assistance that allow families to access tax dollars to enroll in Catholic schools has a somewhat unintended yet significant outcome on public safety, community safety, and stability beyond simply allowing families a greater range of educational choices. Okay, I'd agree with that. Uh, School choice has been in the news a lot the past couple of weeks. Uh, One, because of the Supreme Court to the United States case, Espinoza versus Montana Department of Revenue, and whether their tax credit program was a violation of a Blaine Amendment, where no government funds are supposed to be used for religious purposes. Uh, The SCOTUS heard the final arguments on January 22nd, and all indications appear favorable for families to receive that assistance. I will keep you updated on that case. And last week in the State of the Union address, President Trump urged Congress to pass uh, legislation that would create $5 billion in federal tax credits. It's in addition to state tax credits. Uh, A $5 billion federal tax 
credit program that would fund scholarships to private and religious schools. The scholarships would be funded by individuals and businesses who want to privately donate, but who would then receive a federal tax credit on a dollar-for-dollar basis. We'll see if that part happens, but that is amazing. That would be fabulous. The president spent most of his education-related comments on the subject of school choice, which he and Education Secretary Betsy DeVos have put at the top of their education agenda. Really? You didn't know school choice was so important, and that is certainly important, and the statistics show why. Before we get into our topic, though, some events that are coming up. The next Ladies Mosaic Luncheon will be this Thursday at St. Teresa's Catholic Church, and it features Chris Magruder and the Miracle of the Veil Removed. Doors open at 1130. You do need to register for the free lunch at iowacatholicradio.com. And this Friday, gentlemen... Bring your ladies. It's the Valentine's Day uh, Man Up event. Yes, and ladies, you are invited to join your your husband or significant other for a 12 to 1 p.m. Uh, Man Up Power Lunch at St. Francis with speaker Adam Story on marriage and family life. Again, you have to register, iowacatholicradio.com. Our spring carathon is next week for Iowa Catholic Radio, February 21st, February 17th through the 21st. And it is because of your prayers and your financial support that have allowed us to continue to be on air and to grow as we have done over the last 15 years. God bless you. Your ministry, this ministry, needs your ongoing support. So please prayerfully consider how you can contribute to our mission of connecting listeners with Christ. Uh, The 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference is February 22nd at Embassy Suites downtown. It includes Iowa State football head coach Matt Campbell. No, you are not talking just football. Matt is a devout Catholic, so he's going to connect his work with his faith. You can register online at iowacatholicradio.com. And those of you that are tired of winter... Yes, there is a golf outing scheduled for June 12th, 8 a.m. Yes, get your clubs out, uh, get registered, find a foursome, join us in that fun, fun event. A couple pieces of news that are of interest. Catholic theologian Charles Carmosi has resigned from the Board of Democrats for Life of America. Uh, Writing in an op-ed on Thursday, the, the Democratic Party's extreme support of abortion left him no choice but to leave his party. Anything even hinting that abortion is less than good now violates the party's orthodoxy. Camosi wrote in a February 6th column in the New York Post, presidential candidate Pete, Mayor Pete, I'll massacre his last name, uh, his refusal to limit abortion at any point in pregnancy was, for Camosi, the straw that broke the camel's back. If the Democratic Party was willing to go all in on the most volatile issue of our time with a position held by only 13% of the population, it was time to take no for an answer. Pope Francis's apostolic exhortation on the Amazon region will be published tomorrow, the Vatican announced last Friday. The document, which follows the October Synod's Synod of Bishops on the Amazon, is highly anticipated for how the Pope will respond to the recommendation to allow the ordination of married men to the priesthood for ministry in that region. The Synod's final document has also called for women to be considered for diaconal 
ordination and contained strong appeals on environmental issues and the rights of indigenous peoples, which Francis's letter is also expected to address. So really not much in the news. I mean, come on. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be visiting with Ellen Stemmler, Principal at St. Teresa and Marty Flaherty, Principal at Holy Family. Is Catholic education really important? It's time for Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq Des Moines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Why do folks give to the Catholic tuition organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits. Or they were helped when their kids were in school. Or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great. And after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, (laughs) ctoiowa.org. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor Is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station, you support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So, you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. 
Welcome back, everyone. We have so much fun in between the breaks, and uh, that's good. It's good. We need to have fun. We need to have joy in life. I was just talking about that this morning with my spiritual director. Did that on the second Tuesday of the month. So uh, welcome back, everyone, to Straight Talk here in Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Gene Wells. I encourage you to text us. Our text line is open and available for your texts. Love to hear from you. I know you have opinions on today's topic, and that is... Um, are, should we have our Catholic schools? Are they really that important? So we just wrapped up Catholic Schools Week throughout the diocese and the country, and some people would say it's just not worth it. It's you know we're spending all this money for a school that's supposed to teach kids the faith, yet then those kids don't keep coming to church afterwards. The pews are empty; they're shrinking down. What are we doing? You know how we're going to change? What we're going to do? It's just not worth it. So. Before I delve into those questions, Marty and Ellen are chomping at the bit to answer that question. My guests are Ellen Stemler, Principal of St. Teresa's here in Des Moines, and Marty Flaherty, Principal of Holy Family. So let's meet our guests first. Ellen, uh, you've been in the education realm for, what, five, six years? (laughs) Seven. Uh, Seven. This is my 30th year at St. Teresa. Yeah. And uh, and I wouldn't have it any other yep. way. So. And you'll be teaching another, I believe, nine years, because that's how long it's going to take for my grandkids to get through St. Teresa. Yeah. I think so. Yes. 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 So <laughs> I told her that when I registered them. It's uh-huh. like, well, you know, you can't retire until after my kids, my grandkids get out of St. Teresa. It's a package so. deal. It is a package deal. Yeah. How, Marty, how about you? I've been in education for 20 years. Always so, in Catholic schools? No, no. I taught at Johnson High School for oh, a time. You did? Yeah, in special education. Oh. But I've been in Holy Family for 13 years. You came to Holy Family about the time that I came over to CTO. Oh, you yeah. Were, you were my first new principal. That's right. Yeah. That's right. How about you, Ellen? Always Catholic schools, or did you start in the public sector? No, it's always been Catholic schools. I was actually hired as a third grade aide and the art teacher. For middle school and then taught third grade for 10 years and have been principal for 20. All at St. Teresa's. All at St. Teresa. And then I have had some different programming mm-hmm. through uh, GED classes with mm-hmm. the government. So, And uh, I found out before the show started that you taught Father P.J. McManus. I did. So, and he didn't throw you under the bus or anything. No, and I will for a certain amount of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so for the Carathon next week, if you want to hear the dirt on Father PJ, do you have any other priests that you taught? Uh, yes, Father Chris Rising, mm. and uh, and we've we've had several who have been at Saint Teresa. So, folks, if you want to know the dirt on our priests, and no. Father James Downey. Oh, my goodness! Yeah, well, Father James Downey doesn't have any dirt. I mean, come on. No, none of them do. They're wonderful. Oh my goodness, Marty! You, have, have you had any priests go through Holy Family? That you, you know, we've taught? had a couple go through the seminary, but okay. not taken that final step. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, that's a part of our journey, isn't yes, it? Definitely. I mean, that really fits with our Catholic school mm-hmm. conversation today that, you know, we aren't necessarily raising just priests and sisters. That's right. You know, we're raising lay people mm-hmm. to Absolutely. go forth and, and to change the world That's right. through our faith. So so let's let's talk. Um, we're, we're halfway through the school year. Parents are being, families are being encouraged to register now yes. for next school year. So a family who has never sent their kids to Catholic school what would motivate them, or what would you say to them, uh, to convince them that they should send their kids to a Catholic school and pay tuition as opposed to that free school that's right across the street? 
Well, I think you look at the fact that you are paying tuition, but we are family centered. Mm -hmm. We are part of the parish family, and it's not. We partner with parents who are the first educators, but we offer excellent academics. We've got great programming in all of our schools. We have outstanding teachers in each one of our buildings. So I can give you a list for the next two hours at least mm-hmm. of the so reasons why. So I shouldn't have why. invited Marty. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. What you're saying. It's now the Ellen Stemler show. Yeah. <laughs> why, thank you, Marty. It's our. It's the newest addition to the uh, to the list of shows here at Iowa Catholic Radio. So, what would you say, Marty? I mean, you're. I wanted to have I, the two of you on because you represent very different but similar yes. demographics. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. you are considered our inner city school. Mm-hmm. You know, so for a family to choose to send their kids to Holy Family, mm-hmm. you know, th- there's other schools there. Why Holy Family? You bet. I think that the the first thing that I tell families is that we are a Holy Family, that we are one Holy Family, and that when their kids come to Holy Family, they're going to be treated as individuals and they're going to be challenged not only academically but spiritually as well. Mm-hmm. We do expect our kids to go out and just like what you just said, to go out and change the world for the better. Mm -hmm. We really try to instill that in our kids. And you're not going to see that across the street in spite of the fact that it doesn't cost any money. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to provide those opportunities for those kids. Total sidebar. It's like how do we do all the things we do and have the excellent academic results? Same amount of hours in the day. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As as our our friends in the public school, and and we are fortunate here in Iowa that we have pretty good public schools. Mm-hmm. We do, um, but we still our 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 schools still struggle with safety issues and discipline issues. Um, how how do we address those in our Catholic schools? Because I mean, by the grace of God, we haven't had any mm. um, crimes that. I've heard of in my time here mm-hmm. in our Catholic schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you have discipline issues, but sure. they're we kids. Do. Yep. And yep. now are the discipline issues, you know, where knives are being drawn. Yeah. You know, how do you, I mean, I don't want to throw our public schools under sure. the bus, but yeah. we address these issues in a way that we don't have these problems. What's, That's right. What's our secret? God. <laughs> <laughs> how it. do you spell that? Uh, capital G-O-D. <laughs> yes. And we are in... Truly, in true partnership with our parents, and there are expectations of Mm -hmm. our students and our families, and our families work incredibly hard to have their students as part of our school families, and it's just a different dynamic. And then, if nothing else, you can just say, well, God already knows what you did, so just please tell me. Mm. Uh, But we have our faith to draw back on, and we have reconciliation, because we are all human, we're all going to make mistakes, and our goal is to help raise them with their parents to be the best possible version of themselves mm-hmm. and to go out and to change that world in whatever way God has planned for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wish our parents would embrace the sacrament of reconciliation as much as our kiddos do. Mm-hmm. Because once you get over that fear of telling the priest that I told a lie, mm-hmm or whatever it is that little kids do, and they feel that immense relief and 
blessing in the presence of God. Yes. And for the parents to do that, then they're going to bring their kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm on my soapbox. No, sorry. No, I know what you're saying. I yeah. know. But if you can introduce that feeling to them when they're really young, mm-hmm. that's powerful. That's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Because, And we're going to talk about this more later. What do you do for those kids that have gone away from the church that we see when mm-hmm. they go into college? Mm-hmm. But if you can get them to feel that, that feeling that they might get from adoration or reconciliation or the mass, mm-hmm. that is a a significant draw to those kids when they get older and have families of their own. Well, and I have to say, and I would assume that we are all in this same generation. Marty, you're a little younger than <laughs> Ellen and I. But, you know, we I was taught, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I was taught everything and I got A's on all my religion tests mm-hmm. and didn't feel a thing. Yeah. Correct. You know, because it was all about memorizing. I knew all yeah. the sacraments and the gifts and the fruits, but never never really created that relationship with Jesus until I was an adult. Yeah. And and it, it seems to me from what I see you doing in the schools that you are helping. I mean, you can't make the relationship with little Susie and Jesus happen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you can inspire little Susie on how to invite Jesus. And that seems to be happening. Mm-hmm. It is happening in, in each one of our classrooms. Mm-hmm. And um, they ha- the kids have to understand that God has them here for a reason. They are with us for a reason. And um, that anything is a possibility. And mm-hmm. I think I look at adoration and those different things as those are times of grace. And the more we can help them feel the power of grace mm-hmm. and and the better they feel about themselves and how they are living out God's mission and helping others, because they don't have to wait until they're grown up to help. Mm-hmm. They can and should be helping now. And I think that's another powerful component in our schools as well, as we are to serve now. Now, these sounds like sound like things that any parent would want, not just a Catholic parent. I mean, that you want a safe environment you want your children to learn discipline. Mm-hmm. You want them to have um, a value of self and to know, you know, whether you believe in the Catholic God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> versus God. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just one God. Um, you would think that all parents would want that. I know we have some non-Catholic parents that come to our schools. How, how does that – what does that look like for them? Are we – I mean, I'm sure parents are concerned – Non-Catholic parents are concerned that you're just going to indoctrinate our kids Mm -hmm. into your faith and, you know, that cult and what are we going to do about it? What does it look like for a non-Catholic child that comes to your school? Well, we're fortunate in that we don't have parents who think we're a cult. I think that's that's, that's the first step. And (laughs) that's, that's that's, that's a victory. Um, what we ask our parents is that the kids participate in all aspects of our faith lives at mm-hmm. Holy Family. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we have seen, and I think Ellen could echo this, is that those kids that do develop that relationship with Christ and with God, who do attend those, uh, those masses and adoration um, and see their, their classmates go through reconciliation, it sparks a, a willingness and a, a yearning to learn more about it. And so then those kids go home. And they talk to their parents about it, and that piques their interest. Mm-hmm. And so it has been—it has had the effect of drawing parents into the into the faith. We, I think, every principal has experienced that at their school, where non-Catholic families have come to Holy Family because they want a strong academics and active faith lives, but they end up 
staying and mm-hmm. converting into the Catholic faith. And that's a that's just yeah. that's just amazing. I talked to a, a family, a mom, Saturday night out at St. Luke's Gala and had been raised Catholic. They'd left kind of the church, were churching, but not mm-hmm. in the Catholic church, and and brought their kiddos to St. Luke's to school. Mm-hmm. And now they are back in the faith, back in the fold, 100%, you know, just, I mean, she was on her soapbox. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what the kids... Because again, they're they're learning it at such a pure age. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is your what in your mind, Ellen, is the greatest motivation for families to register their kids at Catholic schools? If they want to be active participants in their children's academic and faith life, we are the place for you to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is academic excellence in all that we do with extracurricular activities. And within our schools, you've got Spanish Immersion at St. Anthony's. We've got STEM at St. Teresa's Mm -hmm. and several of our other schools. There's just each school has its own special charisms Mm -hmm. and and opportunities for our children to learn. Mm -hmm. And we take our children out on field trips constantly to let them know that they are an active part of the world. And, you know, we're taking kids next week to STEM Day at the Capitol. So we'll have a group of students that talk with legislators and lobbyists. And they'll be thanking them for funding the STO-CTO programming. Mm -hmm. They'll be thanking them for the STEM funding and for the transportation and textbook funding and building some, we hope, beginnings of relationships with legislators and lobbyists and just giving them opportunities to truly to be, be an active participant <laughs> when we were kids, it's like you didn't talk to a legislator. Yeah. They were scary people. Well, we didn't talk in school when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. But, you but. did. <laughs> oh, Ellen, come on. We both know that wasn't true. <laughs> I was very quiet and reserved. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Whatever, Gene. What time's reconciliation? Yeah. <laughs> Is Father PJ and Father Fabian still yeah. here? Um, so, okay, let's get at that question. With the declining number of adult Catholics in the pews, mm-hmm. what are we doing in our schools to help our students understand the teachings of the faith? Because, you know, what's done is done. The generations that have come and gone, and yes, we can try to, to reach them through Catholic radio, mm-hmm. through, you know, a variety of other means. Um, but we have to start at some point in um, where these kids will continue uh, to participate in the faith as Catholics. Now, you both have been around a long time here. Mm-hmm. You've seen these kids that have gone from your schools to Dowling, to graduate, mm-hmm. to adult life. How? What are you seeing as the trend um, from your early years, Ellen? Early years. Can you remember back that far? <laughs> uh, I, I don't mean, remember where I parked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But, you know, those kids, those early kids, you know, are they engaged in the faith mm-hmm. as compared to the kids that are graduating and, and graduating from college now? What, I th- what trend do you see? What I see is more active engagement now than mm-hmm. when I first started because that was the tail end of the rote memorization and you just did things because it was expected, not because this is what you were doing to show love and service to others. Mm-hmm. So I look yeah, we at... we went through that warm and fuzzy phase, didn't we? Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we, I mean, that's kind of where I was in grade mm-hmm. school. It's like they threw the Baltimore catechism out. Mm-hmm. So we went to the nursing homes and we played bingo. Mm-hmm. 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 And 
that was good, yeah. <laughs> you know. And it, but we really didn't understand why. We didn't realize yeah. this was a, like a corporal work of mercy. Yeah. Well, yeah. we talk about the corporal works of mercy. We use the Beatitudes, but now we take students to Connection Cafe, mm-hmm. uh, third Tuesday of every month. And on the way down, and I drive. The way down, we talk about why people might be going to Connection Cafe, which is could be mental illness, it could be addiction, it could be unemployment, it could be underemployment. So really to get them to look at the causes and the things that are happening in society so they can look at, well, how can they really make the difference? Mm-hmm. And um, and then pray for those souls. Oh, yeah. Well, and prayer is what we can always do. And, that you know, you were talking about the older generations. We have been able to pull in a lot of the grandparents and parents because they come to Mass with us on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And they come to a lot of events. So just, I think some of those things are really important. Mm-hmm. So I do see more active engagement now at a much deeper level than it was before. Well, and with this whole strategic um, plan mm-hmm. of what we're working on, I know there is an an academic and a faith formation component of, because we have to always be looking at what do we need to do mm-hmm. for a process of continual improvement. Absolutely, um, mm-hmm. Marty. What do you see coming down the pike? Well, I, I, I see the similar things that that Ellen is seeing. Um, we have kids that are on fire for Christ. Mm-hmm. They get older. Uh, they start questioning whether they really need Christ in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, but historically, what we've seen is those people that go away from the church do come back. Mm-hmm. The fear is is that the millennials are not coming back, and that's a serious issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that 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 puts the onus on the schools to make faith formation actually relevant. Gone, gone are the days of just rote memorization. We can't do that anymore. Um, you can have some of it, but it can't be the driving force between, behind faith formation. So we've really challenged our teachers, and this is kind of uncomfortable for some mm-hmm. of them, to be open and honest about their own faith lives. How do they use their faith to get them through difficult times? How do they use their faith to celebrate good times? Um, what the sacraments mean to them? And how, does that, how do the sacrament, sacraments make their life more fruitful? What we're trying to do is to show the kids the benefits of staying engaged in the church. Mm-hmm. And they need to have people model it for them rather than being told what they should be doing. Well, that's true of everything in life. Mm-hmm. Because if they're modeling poorly, it's easy to follow that as well. Exactly. And we need to take a break. I got so engaged in that. I forgot. I'm surprised Jimmy Olson didn't you know, <laughs> ring the bell over there and say, hey, Gene, it's time to take a break. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Why do folks give to the Catholic tuition organization? Probably because they love Catholic schools, right? Partially, but they also like the tax benefits, or they were helped when their kids were in school, or they have been blessed and want to bless others. Whatever the reason, the 65% tax credits are great, and after all, it's for the kids and their future. Online, (laughs) ctoiowa.org.
Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Are you prepared for the 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father? Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Mass will be offered at 7.30 a.m., registration begins at 8, and the conference kicks off at 9 with Iowa State University head football coach Matt Campbell. Followed by Joe Stopulis from the Man Up Show. John Leonetti from Iowa Catholic Radio will host the Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. This is Dr. Ray Gurendi from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better, it's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen, and then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Sunny with a few clouds in mid-30s for this afternoon. We'll have more clouds moving in tonight ahead of a cold front, mid-20s. Snow showers tomorrow and mid-30s and gusty wind. The weather is brought to you by Rock Valley Physical Therapy. Outstanding outpatient physical therapy and sports medicine rehabilitation with seven convenient locations in the Des Moines metro and southwest Iowa area. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Wells. And my guests today are Ellen Stemmler, Principal at St. Teresa's, and Marty Flaherty, the Principal at Holy Family, two of our wonderful Catholic schools of the uh, 16 schools that we have in our diocese. 
And we're going to address some of those questions. You know, why are you spending so much money for a school that's supposed to teach the faith, yet so many kids do not keep the faith after graduating? I mean, it does cost a lot. It does cost a lot. Mm -hmm. And as a parent who we worked very hard to put four children through Catholic schools, and we have a grandson who's fourth generation Dowling, Mm. It is, uh, it's very hard for parents to do it, and we understand that. Mm-hmm. But if you are looking at the faith formation of your child and you are looking at the academic growth of your child, parents try very hard to get them the very best. Mm-hmm. We've got kids who are on all these sports travel teams. Well, we are the travel teams of education and faith formation. We are the travel teams. Very well said. Very well said. <laughs> So, but Marty, you know, it's like tuition is now what roughly four thousand mm-hmm. dollars at each of our schools. You know, you have two kids; that's eight grand. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking a car payment, Absolutely. and you may be driving a two thousand and two something or other. Mm-hmm. You know, how do people? How do parents justify? I think it's it's the sacrifice, and it goes back to what Ellen was talking about. Every parent wants the best for their children, mm-hmm. um, and. If they want a rich academic experience for the kids, mm-hmm. but also that's rooted in the teachings of our faith, that's what we provide. Mm-hmm. And they can't be provided with that if they go to the public school. Well, and I'm going to give the leading question, which I should really answer, and that's how can you afford it? Mm-hmm. How can they afford it? CTO. Oh, really? Yes. That has made a huge yeah. difference for our families. And St. Teresa through the years has become much more diverse socioeconomically and culturally, and it's a wonderful blessing. Mm-hmm. But without CTO, we would not have the families in our schools that we do. And with the enlargening of the family income guidelines mm-hmm. to better help the Middle-income families, I think Mm -hmm. that's been a huge gift. And then all the work that's being done behind the scenes to increase the funding uh, through the legislature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this year we get to raise $4 million. And, yeah, with families that, you know, people are like, gee, a family of four gets to make $104,800. That doesn't seem poor. Mm -hmm. Why should you be helping them? And it's like, well, if you're a family of four and you – even if it's a mom and dad and two kids – Again, it could be a single parent with three mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it it makes it very difficult. And, and we don't help them at the same level as you help a family that is in a lower socioeconomic. We help as, as, a, as, as they needed. Need. Yeah. yeah, based on their need. That's right. And, and Marty at Holy Family, you were the inner city school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with, let's talk about how poor our kiddos are. Well, we, we're, we're blessed. We are very mm-hmm. blessed. We do have kids that come to us that do have some economic need. And without CTO, mm-hmm. I don't know where we would be, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. We, we're blessed that we have a very strong foundation. But even without their support, um, without CTO, I really don't know where these kids would be able to go to school. I've had folks, I had one person, I should say, say to my face, really, your tuition assistance is only for the rich white kids in West Des Moines. I would love for that person to visit Holy Family. (laughs) You know, and it's like, no, I mean, the diversity in our schools, and to me, that is one of the great values Mm -hmm. of our schools that, um, you know, I grew up in a school that had no diversity. Yeah. You know, our diversity is in the color of the eyes and the color of the hair. Yeah. You know, there is no diversity. And I was honestly, as an adult, young adult, terrified of folks that came from a different 
mm-hmm. um, background because I was ignorant. Yeah, our schools are all of our schools. Yes, the diversity numbers have just increased significantly. Mm-hmm. Dowling's is up. Every school has mm-hmm. some sort of diversity in their in their schools, and mm-hmm. it, it does make us better. It makes mm-hmm. the kids more respectful of people who have different life experiences, come from different cultures. Mm-hmm. It definitely makes them more uh, formed individuals. Well, and we go back to that uh, statistic from Chicago. Mm -hmm. And if there wasn't a Catholic school in your neighborhood, Marty, Mm -hmm. in particular, or Ellen at St. Teresa's, which used to be the edge of town. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember when you went to Merle Hay Mall and that was the edge of town and it's no longer the edge of town. Correct. You know, what would happen in that community from a crime standpoint? Mm -hmm. You know, there's always people at the schools. There's always people at the parish. That's right. You know, you don't mess around in those areas. Mm -hmm. So what would happen? You know, the crime, I mean, I don't know what your crime area looks like, Mm -hmm. but I think even more be devastating. I'm sure. Even more than crime though, Jean, you look to the fact that how many children would be lost. They'd be lost to their faith and their true potential in life because they didn't have these opportunities Mm -hmm. because we really work outside of boundaries that are only limited by our faith. And, mm-hmm. and and that's a limitless faith. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think we're I- inherently blessed because faith is our foundation. Um, and we are, we're blessed in so many avenues. Mm-hmm. We have tremendous people. Uh, we have great parishes that we are actively part of. And being an active par- participant in parish life is great for families as well and will deepen their faith. So, But you know what I really love about the Catholic schools is that you can just take and drop your kids off at school and you know that they're going to get everything they need for their faith. And oh, that sure. As a parent, then it's like, you know, good, because I don't really understand all of that. Mm-hmm. So I can just leave it to the schools. What say you, Ellen and Marty, about that? Well, I say when I meet with parents for the first time, we talk about how everyone is on a different portion of their faith journey. And that parents are the first teachers of their children, and we are partnering with them, and we provide many opportunities at the parish and school level for them to learn. We've got lots of catch-up programming for sacraments, if that's what families like. Um, Oh, so not just for the the second grader that mm -hmm. hasn't done their sacramental preparation yet. We we are full service. Full service. (laughs) Full service service faith right here. That's it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. (laughs) What about you, Marty? When when we look at um, at that, you know, what are your expectations of the parents? I mean, do they... Do they have to check in at mass on Sunday to, in order for their kids to still come to your school? Or yeah, we what? don't we don't do attendance at mass. You don't do attendance. No, we don't okay. do attendance at mass. We we, we yeah, we just don't do the attendance at mm-hmm. mass. But I have the same, uh, similar conversation that Ellen just described. We're partners in the education of their child. Um, one of the blessings about Holy Family is that the parents, when they do drop them off, they don't expect us to raise the children academically, mm-hmm. socially, and faithfully. Uh, we are true partners with them. Mm-hmm. One question before we go to the break, and that is about the academics piece. We've talked a lot about the faith piece, mm-hmm. but 99% of our kids graduate. And I've had people say to me, well, that's because you can kick out the ones that aren't doing what they're supposed to do. And that's why you get such a high graduation rate. How do you respond to that one? That's not true. Yeah. Okay. It's- well, we'll go to break now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we could clear that up. <laughs> 
Well, because we we all have because we're working with children, they all have special needs, mm-hmm. and we have kids who have high academic abilities. We have kids on the autism spectrum. We have kids with special needs that need different things. Now, can we be everything to every child? No, but we work very very hard within our buildings to make sure that that happens. Mm-hmm. So to have a child leave one of our schools means we've pretty much exhausted everything there is. Mm-hmm. And each child counts, mm-hmm. irregardless of income, irregardless of abilities. We love them. They're ours. And there is room in our schools. Yes, there is room. Yeah. So we want to make sure that p- parents know that now is the time to be registering uh, your kids for this fall because, you know, if, if all of a sudden, you know, we have way more kids than what we have room for, we want to make sure we find the best placement for that family. Um, if we have, um, you know, if we need to hire another teacher, you know, we want to make sure we can get that done in a timely manner, you know, all of those kinds of things. So um, we're going to talk about after this break, if parents are interested, what do they do today? We're going to take that break. You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. Vitae Family Care is part of the Iowa Catholic Radio family. Pro-life physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages with just about every kind of need. Dr. McKernan lives his faith as a physician and is trained in NAPRO technology, allowing him to diagnose and treat many female conditions and even markedly reduce the occurrence of a miscarriage. VitaeFamilyCare.com Remember, Vitae is Latin for life. Are you prepared for the 2020 Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father? Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Mass will be offered at 7.30 a.m., registration begins at 8, and the conference kicks off at 9 with Iowa State University head football coach Matt Campbell. Followed by Joe Stopulis from the Man Up Show. John Leonetti from Iowa Catholic Radio will host the Iowa Catholic Men's Conference Sons of the Father Saturday, February 22nd at the Embassy Suites by Hilton downtown. Learn more at iowacatholicradio.com. Hi, this is Father Larry Richards of EWTN Open Line Thursday, and we just want to encourage you to help us. We really need you to bring people to Jesus Christ. Think about it. What have we done to bring people to Christ? We need you and we need your help because Jesus tells you, go and make disciples of all nations. You can do that by helping us. God bless you. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at goldenrulephc.com. 
Programming support for Catholic Women Now is provided by Iowa's injury attorney, Fred Haas. For over 30 years, Fred Haas has helped injured Iowans recover financial, physical, and emotional losses from car, truck, and motorcycle accidents, work-related injuries, and injuries due to negligence. Most importantly, providing the professional, personal, and responsive legal counsel that everyone deserves. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Deacon Tony Valdez. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. Welcome back to Straight Talk here at Iowa Catholic My guests are Ellen Stemler, principal at St. Teresa's, and Marty Flaherty, the principal at Holy Family School. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, really, what's with these expensive Catholic schools? What are we doing? Um, but, you know, we are really building community. We're breaking the poverty, the cycle of poverty mm-hmm. uh, in um, especially our inner city schools. And I know you have a lot of kiddos that have come from Holy Family because they've been full. Mm-hmm. And so they've come to, you know, to St. Teresa's and it really is about breaking that, mm-hmm. that cycle of poverty. And, and, um, you know, I love it. We need to move on to a couple other things, but I just wanted to share. Did you know that five of our eight Supreme Court justices went to mm-hmm. Catholic schools? Mm-hmm. I would have thought it would have, would have been a little higher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it, it talks about that long-term mm-hmm. um, influence. You know, whether the, all five of them are still participating in their faith, yeah. I don't know. But, you know, they are rooted in the teachings of the church. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty important. It's in their hearts. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. You're always sharing alumni stories. So um, we're going to get at what's unique about your individual schools. You guys have been willing to come and talk about Catholic schools in general. And as I always say, when my um, CTO board comes to your parish, don't tell them you have the best kids and the best teachers and the best parents because everybody believes that. Mm-hmm. Well, we all do. But, That's right. You know, just like I say, consider my 17 board members now marketers for your school, considering the hundreds of people that are listening right now to Iowa Catholic Radio. Thousands. Market, thousands as marketers for your school. So, Ellen, what makes St. Teresa the school to send your kids to? Well, there are two important components, all based in our our faith foundation, but it is STEM. This is our eighth year of being a STEM school, and we are one of the top STEM schools in the state. And And we assume everybody knows what STEM means. STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. And what that does, it pulls those content areas out of the silos that they're in, and the kids use all of them for practical applications to problem solve, to think, to collaborate. Uh, We had two weeks ago, we had a teacher named as one of the six STEM teachers of the year in the state. Kudos to Rhonda McCarthy. Rhonda McCarthy, and she just got back from um, Nassau. Last week, where she presented on drones in the classroom, and our middle school well, math you know, teacher I mean, went. We've all done that. <laughs> we we have, but it's it's STEM, and uh, what this has done, it has brought forth resiliency, which we never knew was going to be a byproduct. So mm. the kids are not afraid to try, and this has gone into everything that we've done. 
Another big component is social justice. Mm -hmm. And during Catholic Schools Week, we celebrate Social Justice Week. This year, our theme was Community is Unity. And we had different parish groups come in and share with the students the things that they do within the parish family. One of the biggest hits in middle school were the funeral dinners and the funeral choirs because Mm -hmm. the kids had never stopped to think that somebody in the parish had to do that. Mm -hmm. So they were absolutely amazed. Uh, Peace and Justice Committee was in. So the adults in the parish were sharing their faith, sharing why they serve, how they serve. And then the invitation is going to come out to our families during Lent. It's a challenge to participate in one of those activities, whether it's to bring cookies for a a shelter meal or if they want to get more engaged with different programming. So it's just... Well, and everybody in the parish should be involved in something. Everybody in the parish should be involved in something. You're going to have more cookies than you know what to do with. (laughs) Well, the Girl Scouts are running around right now, so I already do. Mm. Um, Yeah. So, Marty, what makes Holy Family the school to send your kids to? I think that when you come into Holy Family, you can feel that we do have a family atmosphere, that we know every kid, we know their background, we know their parents. Um, uh-oh, that you know them. Yes, yes. We're and very, isn't that not a bad uh-oh, but a no, good uh-oh? No, it is. It you're, is. We are blessed. Yeah, we kiddo, really parents, are. You're, they'll know your kid. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when we have to engage the parent, they hold those kids accountable. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, the other thing that stands out to me is our extended year. We have three weeks of additional school that the typical school in Iowa does not have. So next year we're looking at 192 days for our our academic year. And, you know, I remember when my kids were little and it brought back my own memories. It's like, why do we spend the whole month of September going over all of those things we learned in the fall? Well, not everybody retains them. Absolutely. We were spending up to six weeks Mm -hmm. teaching him things that in August that they knew in May. It Mm -hmm. it was just a a waste of time. And the the calendar is made for farmers, and we don't have a lot of farmers at at Holy Family. In inner city Des Moines? That's right. So we were able to change the schedule, and it's suited us very, very well. So what did you do for Catholic Schools Week? Well, each unit got to do a service project, so they had to do something out in their community. Mm -hmm. Um, We also took time to thank those people who support Holy Family School uh, and also had the uh, students take the opportunity to thank the teachers for all that they do. And then we had a family open house slash movie night. Mm -hmm. And so that Friday, everybody came, they brought their pillows, and we put a movie on the screen, and we were able to celebrate our little holy family with a a movie. Attitude of gratitude. That sounds fabulous. Um, So, okay, we've got a few minutes left. What do parents do today? You know, they're listening to this. They're like, ah, what do you want them to do today to send their kids to one of our Catholic schools? We want them to call either the school's diocesan school's office or call the school that is closest to their family Mm -hmm. and schedule a tour, come in and talk. We can have their students shadow with our kids to see what a day is really like or what a day is is part of a day is Mm -hmm. like so they get the real understanding of what's going on. And we also want to make sure that they're in and registered if they're going to need CTO funding Mm -hmm. so that we can meet the first deadline for that CTO application. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yes. And we have a kindergarten and preschool roundup on February 19th. So At Holy Family or to all the schools? They're doing them all differently, aren't they? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep, 6 o'clock on February 19th. 
So call your, your school that's closest to you, that's the most convenient, whether it's closest to home or closest mm-hmm. to work, whatever works for you, and schedule a visit. Find out when they have things going on. Exactly. We would love yeah. to share the great news. Yeah. I want to thank you, um, Ellen Stemler, for joining us today um, from St. Teresa's, Marty Flaherty from Holy Family School. It's important for all of us, whether our kids are grown or we haven't had kids yet, to know and understand the value that those Catholic schools bring not only to the kids, to the family, to the community, to the state, to the world. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. I thank our producer, Jimmy Olson. And today I'm asking St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. She's a patron saint of Catholic schools to be with our students and teachers and all those who are learning and growing in our faith. So, St. Elizabeth, pray Pray for for us. us. Pray for us. Iowa Catholic Radio and Straight Talk is on the air because of your prayers and generosity. I thank you so much. Please consider a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio, perhaps one of those $30 a month gifts that goes so far in helping us keep this ministry on the air. Go to iowacatholicradio.com. Straight Talk is live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Stay tuned for Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. Straight Talk, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio with Gene Wells. Brought to you by Blackbird Investments.